It is almost Christmas time. Okay, well then we'll also be switching back to the original sound for those of you who have missed oh, the intro so sound. I don't know if we're happy because it's Christmas or we're delirious because of how much we baked last week. Yeah. Yeah, you and I, Corey and I did classes. Okay, you know what? This is Cookie Super Bowl. It's kind of hard to leave that much money on the table when you know you can fill up any class and have a wait list and have that class fill up and then add another wait list and then that class fill up. So how many classes did we do? And just this month, we ended up not doing as much as we did last year, but we did five. We did five. I think we did five. Right, because we had three on one day, but then we dropped one and then left three for the other day. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We didn't do DIY kits. Um, we, we did, did a some. few, but not a push. Yeah, and- we didn't do a push because last year when we did it, it was too much all in one swell swoop. Mm-hmm. And we were like, let's focus more for classes than DIY 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 kits. <laughs> I'll take I'll do it again. I'm a DB. What is this podcast about? All right. It's about DB kids. Just kidding. This is the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. Um, if it's your first time here, welcome. Um, probably we talk about DB kids. <laughs> but we get into our intro. That's what you're experiencing right now. Obviously, it is not scripted. Um, then we head over to the marketing minutes. Take a stop at the business of bacon. Um, then we course coverage, uh, voicemails, group stuff, stuff that's happening in the group. If you didn't know, this is attached to a group called Sugar Cookie Marketing, parentheses, group, parentheses on Facebook. And a lot of emojis. 30,000 strong. Oh, yeah. We're at 29,000 change I know. So I, I did a bunch of work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love you one. Twinterest, which we do have them this week. And then our spawns. Did you go to the mailbag? Weren't you supposed to go to the mailbag? Didn't go to the mailbag, but I'll be going to the mailbag. To go and get some Dewey kits. (laughs) Dewey kits. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, we're queso. So yeah, we are the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group, where we really talk about how to grow your home-based or brick-and-mortar bakery. We have cake people. We have cheesecake people. A large majority is cookie people from sugar cookies to drop cookies. Some crazy cake pop folk out there. The Mac folk are holding it down. But basically, if it comes out of your kitchen and it is sellable, which I think is legal in every state now because New Jersey finally got on board. Yeah, except slowly. for crack cocaine. And if it, even if it comes out of your yeah, kitchen, you we're, we're not going to get booted from Spotify. Right, <laughs> <laughs> just five stars, by the way, please. Before Spotify lists us as explicit. If it gets into your oven and it tastes great and <laughs> doesn't get you a felony arrest, <laughs> we help you. If it's legal to sell in your state. Uh, but yeah, so I wanted to talk about the marketing minutes. Corey always makes fun of me when I find a new book because my life shifts towards that book. No, it's, if it's it all of our life shifts towards the book. <laughs> hey, man, we're we going to sit where we're at. We're gonna I'm move. good with not reading. I love me a Netflix time. If Netflix could make a book into a movie, maybe Corey would read. Would. Yes, yes. So there is a book. It's only a two hour long audiobook. I actually don't read, I only listen. So you're not even good at reading. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, if I read it, it takes years, but it's called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. And I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but the concept is a lot of time we have work that is important, but mm. it is also work we don't want to do. That's could it's be the definition of work. <laughs> That's my job. So what we end up doing is we end up attacking our tadpoles, the work that we could do, and it wouldn't make a huge difference, but we're getting it done. Just makes it 
tad difference. A tad difference. <laughs> it's a drop in the puddle bucket. <laughs> something there. So the the book, the guy that writes it is like, hey, if you have a frog to eat, I think it's based off of Mark Twain's story. If you had a frog to eat, if you ate it at the beginning of the day, the rest of your day could be used to go chase the tadpoles. But the biggest thing, the biggest thing that made the biggest movement in your work life, you got done at the beginning of the day. Because oftentimes when we go chase tadpoles, it feels good. It feels like we're getting stuff done. But the things that would actually give us bigger movement, that's what we're putting off. So his concept is, hey, the tadpoles are fine. When they're frogs, we'll deal with them. Um, but right now we're only every day starts off with eating a frog. So in the Cookie College group, which is the group that uh, comes with your membership to the Cookie College. So it is a paid group, but and what's Olga. The Cookie College? The Cookie College. We're, we're going out of half script. <laughs> They're like, what? Okay, the Cookie College. So a lot of, so we talk about marketing all the time, but it's kind of hard to get in depth with 30,000 people. True. So Corey and I said if we could teach a bunch of courses that were more in depth about marketing and strategy uh, and let those people into a private group, we could really dig down deep with issues, DNS records, things like that, the marketing, photography, things, right? Yes. Okay. So Olga, she's a gem. She's been in the cookie college since the day it started, I think. Yeah. She's having her biggest year yet, and now she's working on her strategy um, for next 2022. Year. Right. So she said, I'm trying to create a marketing strategy for next year, and I'm stumped. Where do I start? I feel like I have all these pieces of knowledge, and my biggest struggle is putting them together into a cohesive, executable marketing strategy. Help. You're not alone. She's not alone. But in the because our theme for the month is kind of goals, you know, goal setting and stuff like that. Here's what I wrote back. I said, I love this question. This may be my big focus for the Cookie College in January is to help people kind of create their roadmaps. There's nothing I can say. I can't tell everybody. Start here because everyone's <laughs> at a different point in their business. And you Some have different goals. Just starting out. They're just getting their big toe wet in the water. Some people have brick and mortars. Brick and mortars. <laughs> you sell Dewey kits. Go to my brick and mortar and get a Dewey <laughs> <laughs> losing it here at the end guys we're not professional podcasters how did you guess <laughs> what were you saying <laughs> no, everyone's at a different point in their business. You have people who are just starting out. You have people who have been at it for a while. People who are like, hey, I'm making this go of it because I want to give this the potential to be my full-time job so I can quit. And you um, have supplemental income people. Yeah. Which is great. So there's no way I can say, hey, everybody, open your book to page 30, and we're going to start there. So the concept of the Cookie College for January will be saying, where are you and where do you want to go? And that's a question that only each person can answer uniquely. So I really like how Brian Tracy uh, approached the subject. He said, make a list of the 10 things you will be by 2022. So write them, I am a homeowner, and I live in this neighborhood and I drive a Kia Telluride, a 2019. Be very specific in these things. I make a list of 10 of them. I drive a Kia Telluride, right? That's mm -hmm. what you want. I want to move to Stonebridge Town Center in Woodbridge. So very specific goals. Not Are you trying to move back to where you live? Yeah, I did like the Stonebridge Town Center. Wakemans, remember me. Uh, and then I wrote, like, I'd like to enroll my kids into XYZ private school. I don't have kids. I don't have a list of this. Yeah, we're ready well, to you go. Have a big year coming up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making some money moves, <laughs> some baby moves. Um, okay, but the concept is write ten very specific things that will happen in twenty two. Just write them in the mindset that they're going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Not a wish list, uh, a I will it's list. So it can't be like I will be a princess at Disney. Darn it! I have to take that one. Off. <laughs> you could go to Disney World. I will go to Disney World. In I August. will go to Disney World again in August. Say a date in June. Okay. 
So now you have a very firm date. And behind firm dates and firm goals are firm numbers. And math is great because it's immovable, right? Um, unless you took my Corey's math test in high school. Apparently it's <laughs> the numbers kept moving. <laughs> and one number kept going down. <laughs> the right answer kept moving away. <laughs> 11th grade kept sticking. <laughs> Take a class, but I honestly, I think they didn't want to split us up. <laughs> they felt bad for me. <laughs> She's got the same last name. Just push her through. Okay, so the goal. Now, okay, now pick one of the ten that is the one that moves your entire life forward the most. So if that's moving to another uh, neighborhood in a house that has a specific average sale price yeah maybe a bigger kitchen and you're like wow if i did that i could that would be yeah so then disney disney jumps off the list if moving into the bigger house is the biggest of your 10 goals wow you want them all (laughs) you know you want them all but one will stand out to be the biggest goal that will make the biggest difference and then put the other nine aside don't throw them away um, but take that big goal in front of you and build out the numbers so i just created um kind of a concept. So Olga said, well, I mean, I want to move into a new house, but if I move into a new house, I'll also need to start marketing to a new neighborhood. People don't know me. She had two goals there. We said, hey, if the first one doesn't work, the second one doesn't matter because you right. won't move anyway. So mm-hmm. back to the first goal. So let's say then we started, I started making up some numbers. Let's say we build on the first. Let's say she said, I need to make $15,000 in cookies by July 31st, 2022. Okay. It's a very firm number, but with a firm number, we can work the problem backwards. Uh, if you need to make 15,000 by July, you need 2,500 a month. Okay. Okay. So 2,500 a month. I see. I see one Saturday full of classes. There you go. <laughs> so 2,500 equals how many customs, depending on how much you sell. Right. Uh, so I think she said, you know, at $60, it was 41 customs. And then she came back. But if I raise my prices to 70, it's 36 customs. Wow, so you see the math yes. there. Um, 25,000 is how many pop ups? 25,000 uh, 25, is how 25, many? 25,000. You're going to blow your goals out of the water. <laughs> you guys enroll into the cookie college. You just need to sit on your porch <laughs> at all hours of the night. <laughs> They'll be handing you money. You don't have. Uh, 2,500 is how many pre-sales? 2,500 is how many classes? Can you do on your computer? Uh, 2,500 divided by 70? 2,500 is how many wedding orders? 2,500 is how many corporate orders? 2,500 divided by what? 70. 35. So that's 35 tickets we need to sell a month. Now it's 2,500 divided by 80. 2,500. Somebody's doing this math in their head judging us. 31.25. Okay, so then we only need to really teach uh, three classes a month. If 2,500 was our goal. Yeah. Mm. Classes. Just like Yeah, so... Uh, so it says, you know, now look at the list, which gets you the most margin for the lowest effort where those two, <laughs> that is for us classes where those two lines intersect the lowest margin or the highest margin for the lowest effort. That's where your strategy starts to develop around, uh, sh- you know, so I was like, I don't really like teaching classes at all. Okay. So then we're going to drop out classes, not even an issue. Right. If you don't want to teach them, it's not in your strategy. Um, but she said, well, I would really like to introduce pre-sales. I think that I could stand to make a lot of money there. I've never done them before. So great. I said, look, there is your strategy. Your strategy is based around pre-sales, and it's around a goal number of 2,500. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need to build out your pre-sale strategy around how much product you need to move for 2,500. Um, and then you'll build out the exact strategy behind that. So if I said we have to fill 30 seats of butts for cookie classes. Yeah. What is our marketing strategy? It is extremely heavily class pushing. Oh, then we're we're having our email list. We are pinging that bad boy. I'm um, not talking about customs much. Never. 
If I'm trying to fill classes, customs don't exist to me. Right. We are running Facebook ads. They're not talking about custom order cookies. They're not talking about corporate orders. They're talking about cookie classes, how fun, why you should go, how you're, what you're going to learn, why it's a great day night. We're going to create a bunch of target audiences that would sit in a class and take it, and we are going to drive our content in their direction. My social media posts aren't going to be, look at this custom I did last mm-hmm. week. Congratulations on turning one, Bob. It's going to be, look at what you can make next week in this class. Yeah, it's going to be like, look at this class person who took this exact same class. Look at how much fun they're mm-hmm. having. You're going to create a marketing strategy around getting other class, old class attendees back into new classes. However, that is going to work for you. You're going to very much strategize around it. That way you're eating the biggest frog on your goals list. You're not being distracted by tadpoles of like, well, you know, a custom order here and there. If custom isn't going to meet your goal, That's customs don't exist. Out. Um, can you make a hybrid goal? If you say, well, I don't want to do a huge pre-sale or I don't want to teach three classes, one class, yeah. But there you go. Now you're creating three strategies and you're going to make them very definitive. So it's not confusing to your target audience what it is that you actually sell. Right. Corey has her custom cookie business, mm-hmm. but we have a sugar cookie classes business that is separate. We do um, keep them separate because we wanted to channel those two different people. They're different. We keep the we keep the the businesses are the same. We keep the branding separate, mm-hmm. and it's like sugar cookie classes. So that way, anybody who looks at sugar cookie classes isn't confused that Corey's selling customs. It is I'm here to take a class. Here's how I take it. Here's everything I need to know to take it. Um, and here's where I sign up. And I can cross promote to help me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I when I'm trying to sell classes, sugar cookie classes, that's just what you're going to see on that page. If you want to custom the crumb cookies, you're going to see a lot of customs on that page. But what we do, so on sugar cookie classes, if people, if we think we can get some DIY kit orders, yeah. we'll say, hey, <laughs> we're offering some DIY kits. Uh, last week, we had two people cancel the day of class, COVID, and but we had already baked their cookies. Mm-hmm. So instead of just scrapping those cookies, Corey even said, like, you know, I had this dumb idea to sell them as a kit, but Corey said if we sell them as another class ticket, so our kit is around 25 to $32. Corey said if we sell it as a discounted class ticket at $60. We'll still make. We'll still make far more than a DIY kit and we won't have to worry. So she went to her personal page and said, if you like the cookies you bought for me, come learn from me. And we had, well, we had one person sign up and one other person just brought somebody. Yeah, somebody just showed up with somebody. So fortunately, <laughs> we still had them covered. That crazy math that Corey does worked out. So your SMART goals should be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Anything else is just a wish list. Wish list. So what we're going to say, what I challenge you, and how I build my life. So every, every uh, Sunday, I sit down and I come up with my frog for each day, the frog that I need to eat that will move me forward uh, the best. How do you know it's a frog? If you don't do it, somebody will get mad. That's what you do on your Sundays. Uh-huh. For about two hours. Like and you know down. who didn't forget it was our grandmother's birthday this past week? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I got to text my sister. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I call it pre-planning, which I think I'm going to actually teach a course on that in the Cookie College as well. Um, if somebody's having too much fun on their weekend, want to bring it down a little bit. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Just kidding. Probably not uh, but that is that is my – I think I jumped ahead. I don't see you have anything right now. You put eat the frog twice. <laughs> what are you talking about in the marketing? I went to talk about – and, guys, if I do have to run out, it's this last-minute custom order I got, I took, um, because she just wanted ghosts, and I said anything that's – 
predominantly white is a last minute order. I'm willing They're to super it. cute. <laughs> it's not exactly the same shape she wanted, so we'll see. She gave me she one with a big like mouth, it. but I was like, let's make it a tiny mouth. It looks cute with a tiny mouth. We'll see. Uh, so I might have to run out and give that to her when she pulls up. Um, but I wanted to talk about um, I am the queen of excuses. It's Corey. Queen of excuses. Miracle. <laughs> I love me a good excuse. Um, but a lot of times when you say excuses over and over again, they they, they become reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, roadblocks. Roadblocks. Reason. They, they become so much more solidified in your mind that you're like, well, I can't do this because of this. You know? Um, and in this new year, if you've listened to the past few podcasts, we've talked about goal setting and goal making. Um, a lot of you... Most all of you, if you're listening, want to grow your business. I doubt many of you want to shrink it. <laughs> this is not the right right now. Um, But I want to challenge you. You probably to had a twenty-five thousand dollars month, and then <laughs> I want to challenge you to not create excuses and then turn them into reasons. Um, I know me and Heather are both talking about the Cookie College, but the Cookie College is a great goal to have in the new year. Um, you could have an excuse of well, we are biased. We are very biased, <laughs> but we've seen a lot of wins come from it. So I think there's yeah. now enough people who had success with it that I'm not so biased anymore. Google thinks you're talking about it. Google it is a good buy. I buy it too. <laughs> um, so a lot of times when we post about the cookie college, people are like, well, I can't because I have to. That's my Starbucks money. Okay. Well, that's an excuse because <laughs> yeah. you could skip Starbucks. There's things that you could do in your life that remove excuses um, from becoming reasons. And then you can actually do things that invest in yourself. To say, I want to grow my business right now, that sounds like a wish, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing behind right. it. <laughs> yeah. I want to I wanna teach a cookie class of 10 people. That's a little bit better. And mm-hmm. we had a goal in the cookie college for people to, I said, I want everyone to try to teach a class. I don't care if it's to your mom. <laughs> I just want you to, to try friends. to teach yeah, it. Yeah, it counts. Um, and we've had so many people have success with that. So many people are like, I never thought in a million years that I could do it. But with the help of the Cookie College and people in there, I, I am doing it. And they're like, I, I want to cut out customs and I just want to do it. Once you taste the sweet nectar of watching people make their own icing mistakes, uh, you're hard to go back. Um, but what those folks in the Cookie College could have said, they could have said, well, you know what? I, I don't like speaking in front of people. Um, guess what? I don't like speaking in front of people either, but what I do like is making money. Um, so I'm able to move the excuse of like, hey, you know, every single class we teach, someone tries to challenge my knowledge of cookie decorating, which is absolutely fine because I'm not the best mm-hmm. out there. Um, but I've decorated enough cookies to know that, hey, it's not the icing consistency that's bad. It's you. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> There's always one person You're in class that does really well. So we're always like, you seem to be okay. That the look at Sherry in the corner. There. She's yeah. just knocking out of the park. But there's so many excuses that we could create for ourselves that would really stand as roadblocks and really prohibit us from getting to our goals. If your goal in 2020 is to grow 2020. <laughs> we're going back to that. <laughs> Guys, it has been. We're almost done with the year. <laughs> if doing it. In 2022 is to grow your business. I highly suggest for you to consider the Cookie College and what it has to offer. Um, I don't think we're going to be hard sold to today. Hard sold too because I see so many people in the main group say, oh, I'm so sad. I tried to do this, but nothing happened. I want to do this, but I can't. I did make a post in the college the other day, and it starts off like, you're not unique. 
and oh, none of your so. problems are. I really hurt my feelings. I know. <laughs> and it sounds harsh. Like, hey, you're not unique. Your problems aren't unique. Your roadblocks aren't unique. Your your friends aren't unique. Everything you are, somebody else is too. And that's the best thing that can happen because your problems aren't unique. And that means there is a solution out there. You haven't found the only city in all of the world who hates cookies. You haven't found them. They don't exist. That would be unique. And we are not unique. So our problems can be fixed. Um, I like to look at people and be like, hey, are you a construction ro- worker? Worker. Worker. <laughs> okay. Are you a construction worker? Because you're putting a lot of roadblocks. You're, you're putting the roadblocks in. Um, I, I always say this one. I, I wanted to learn motorcycles, and I didn't know how. So mm-hmm. I bought a bike that was too advanced uh, and then immediately turned around and bought another bike. So I bought two bikes in less than a month. And my ex-boyfriend was like, well, we know when Heather really wants to do something, she'll buy two bikes. But that's the thing. If I really wanted to do it, if I really wanted to do it, I'd buy two bikes. Because there's actions behind those words. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's just excuses. You know how many roadblocks I could have put in front of myself to not buy a bike? A bazillion. <laughs> I don't want to buy two. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> so like with the with the motorcycle, it's just how badly do you want it? I you know, bought the two bikes. I had to deal with a lot of ship, shipping and, and getting and inspection and insurance and registration and classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to sit on the bike for every day for 20 minutes. Okay, because I really wanted it. I really wanted it. And then everyone around me is like, hey, here's a bunch of roadblocks. Hey, I'm sorry, they don't apply here because I really want this. Right. So what you ever, whatever you really want, you'll get. And it'll show. But if you don't want it, you'll allow excuses to creep in. And then those excuses, after you believe them so much, will become reasons. And when an excuse becomes a reason, let me tell you, those are so hard to overcome. Because to to be opposite is to you now unreasonable. Yeah. Oh, that's a – oh, I should have stole that. Tighten that right now. (laughs) I'm going to tell it to my kid on mine. Um, But that's so true. Uh, I I love going to the gym after I've done – gone to the gym i hate uh, going into the gym yeah um but there's so many i the amount of excuses that i can tell myself to not go to the gym well you could be making more content for social media uh you could be cleaning the kitchen you could be doing this 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 then this the list other fun endless. things you could be doing <laughs> so anything more fun than walking into the gym yeah. but the the positives from coming like i do want to be stronger my goal word that we had done in the sugar cookie marketing group for 2021 was health oh yeah um, that was if I went and looked back out of everyone's words, and if the health is my goal, then everything I need to do does not stand in the way because I need to be healthy. That is my goal. Mm-hmm. But the amount of excuses that turn into reasons that I can justify just sitting here is just mind-blowing. Um, but that's only me holding myself back. Uh, when you think about it, the kitchen was dirty before. <laughs> it will yeah. be dirty after. <laughs> it's a roadblock. It's a manufactured roadblock. You didn't want it enough and i know that sounds like her feelings but no you know you don't understand no all i understand is you didn't want it enough right and you created an excuse and is that excuse probably it makes a ton of sense i bet it i bet it's a grade a prime cut excuse yeah tastes delicious perfectly cooked through the center slightly red (laughs) excuse it's an amazing excuse this will go over perfectly (laughs) but then i you can't turn around and come and be to the group at the end of 2022 and say, well, I didn't get to do this. I didn't. Yeah, why is nothing working? Why is my business not as big as I wanted to do? Well, yeah. look, let's look at the trail of excuses you left behind. Right. And um, I was talking about this. Where you water, it will grow. 
that there's just no two ways about it. Again, you're not unique. If you practice calligraphy, even if I, I can't even read my that's own my handwriting. Finger. I have this whole big old oh, bump. That's from high school. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh if you practice, it will it will work. It will work. It's just what it is. And you well, maybe maybe you'll just have to practice harder than the next guy, but Absolutely. it will work. It, it, it's so scientific mm-hmm. that it, you cannot you cannot be worse when you are trying. Right. Uh, so yeah, think about the things you wanted to accomplish um, in 2021, and not ask yourself why you failed. Ask yourself what roadblock you put there. Yeah, what was your excuse? Like why? And then ask yourself, then why didn't I really want it? Because there's a reason you didn't really want it. And just you just need to figure out what your real reason was. What right. did you want more than that? Because Me, that's what happened. With my health, I needed, wanted water, but I really wanted Dico. Right. So, Corey, so then your excuse. So, if you ha- what was your excuse, your roadblock excuse for not drinking more water? Oh, it, it doesn't I'm taste tired. good. Um, I had a swig this morning to uh-huh. take my morning vitamin. That's good enough. If Corey wanted Diet to Coke drink has water, caffeine, it keeps me awake, keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Of course, so, water keeps me alive. <laughs> I don't know where he <laughs> fell apart there. <laughs> so if you really wanted to be a water drinker, you would start eliminating out of your life... Diet Coke. Diet Coke. And the uh, you'd put a roadblock in front of Diet Coke instead yeah, of water. But my excuses to me are so reasonable. They make so much sense that I would be like, well, I'd be, I'd be dumb to grab water right now. <laughs> you know, I was reading another book. And it said we have a finite number of decisions our brain is capable of making each day. Absolutely. And then you could get – at the end of the day, you get to something called decision fatigue. You've made so many decisions that your brain is now exhausted and you stop making the right That's decision. That's when my son comes down into the kitchen. Can I have a snack? Eat whatever. Right. So usually at the end of the day, typically when people schedule their gym session is they'll say, hey, I'm going to go to the gym later. That's why I go in the morning. Corey's got to go job off her DIY kit. That's why her voice sounds really far away. And why do you slam the door? Anyways, so the concept of decision fatigue and what Brian Tracy talks about in the book, Eat That Frog, is set up at the end of your day, create your list of frogs to attack in the next morning. And then when you come down here, don't think about it. Just sit down and eat that frog. He even goes as far, and I've been trying this, and it's pretty crazy. It doesn't sound crazy. It's just crazy to do it, is don't look at your phone until you've worked for one hour. That sounds crazy. I have a life. I have people I need to talk to. No, what you have is people who don't realize that you're starting a new boundary and you haven't communicated it yet. So I work in marketing. No one has passed away prematurely from not getting an email response from me to date. Uh, so what I can do is I can mute my notifications and say, hey, Corey, um, you're not going to be able to reach me. Um, if you do need to reach me, I'll set on my phone that you have a priority contact if you call me. Uh, so if you really need to get to me, call me. If not, don't expect a reply. Do not slam that door. Another happy customer. <laughs> she liked the big, big ghost. I said, tell me your thoughts about the ghost. And she said, I absolutely love that. Oh, great. So I was saying, um, I was talking about Brian Tracy. So he says at the end of the day, set up your frog for the next day. Then when you come downstairs, don't think. Just do. Oh, man. That just would do the thing. Oh, <laughs> crap. Ideally, though, if you started knocking out your frogs, <laughs> if you started knocking out your frogs, your f- remaining frogs are going to be less and less stressful as you start knocking these True. things out. True. And I do see that if I can work through my froggies in the beginning of the week, by Friday, it's usually the easiest stuff and it's an easier day. And then decision fatigue. You've had all week, all day of making decisions. Now, hey uh, – I maybe I'm not going to get to that last thing isn't a bigger isn't a big deal because the most important thing was already done. Right. Uh, 
But yeah, look at what you're causing. You know what's crazy? Uh, that thing that blocks the apps on my phone. Yeah. It told me my daily average that I use the apps, but it does a weekly average. Is days. I spend two days on my phone a week. I feel like I probably have you two days. Bit. Except for when I was forced off Facebook against my will. The sun is yellow. <laughs> Sky happens to be blue. I have a child named Archer. Uh, so the concept being, you know, I had I have the um, the app disabled right now. So I'd have to say, what did I, I must not have There's really wanted it. some excuse out there, man. What yeah, is, my excuse is like, I was working on it. I was working in a marketing group. I, I was on TikTok. I can see that I was on TikTok. <laughs> I, I was definitely on TikTok. <laughs> you shared a TikTok with me. Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> Go check them out later. <laughs> so uh, just, hey, if you did not meet your goals, one, were your goals even very specific? So shoot for specific goals that we talked about. But then two, acknowledge and accept that you created a roadblock. You were a construction worker. Um, against your goals mm-hmm. and you put some roadblocks in there because you didn't really want it and the biggest growth that you could have is to acknowledge that it's it's a it comes back on you i can say you know i was late to work today because the traffic no i was probably late to work because i left five minutes late and traffic didn't add to it <laughs> but <laughs> and my car forgot to fly so. <laughs> so it's it's not on our excuses are man-made they're self-made um, they're probably a not lot a of, self-made millionaire, a self-made excuse. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a lot of good ones that are true, viable excuses. But what led up to that excuse becoming that excuse? Right, um, and it's beautiful when people finally can take ownership of both their wins and their losses. Yeah. It, it's such a hard pill to swallow because I am running around trying to get last minute gifts because I spent all of early December buying myself stuff. So hey when yeah. I'm standing in the longest line at Target, I can only blame myself. But mm-hmm. I could be like, no, it's just it's so crowded. It's just crazy. It's the economy. Yeah. No, it's it's me. <laughs> I had to put I had to um, pay expedited shipping. Uh, because I didn't order it in time because I was too busy being on TikTok for two days, apparently. But that's my ownership of my own roadblock. I put in the roadblock of TikTok and thus I get the opportunity to pay expedited shipping to learn a lesson. But I think you'll learn from that instead of blaming like, oh, supply chain issues. You're going to be like, no, it's Heather issues. <laughs> and <laughs> you're going to be able chain. to work differently from that. It's easy to cast blame and excuse on something else and be like, well, I can't do anything about it. But when we know that it truly does come back to us, um, if you were looking at affording the cookie college, but you're like, well, I went to you know, back with out to eat pinch. 50 million times this this month. Well, then that was your excuse. You enjoyed a meal out, which is fine. Do you remember the client? I'm not going to use her name because I forgot it. But she sent me an email. I know I talk about this a lot because I just think about it all the time. She said, I only slept two hours in the last two weeks. I remember her name. And I said, was that a typo? Turns out it wasn't. That's what she claimed. She only yeah. slept two hours a week. She said she called me um, at the beginning of COVID. She was a client. She did work with children. So she was in a stressful situation. But she said, Heather, I don't have enough money to f- feed myself. I'm only just feeding my dogs. And then all of a sudden I heard, man, would you like foam or whip? She was at Starbucks. Yeah, well, the dogs must be eating those pup cups. Really nice. And I'm not there to judge her, but I am. She didn't really want marketing. What she wanted was an excuse. And what she got was excuse in her business. I'm not even sure if they're still open, but I know they haven't grown. Right. So 
uh, as you are planning your goals for 2022, which 100% plan some goals. Don't be the thing that derails your own goals. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you do, if you have a setback, if an excuse creeps in, that's okay. But be able to acknowledge it and to be like, okay, this is where actually I set this excuse up, you know, to win, you know, instead of me creating and making a failure. And this is why this excuse is existing in my life right now. Yeah. I know you're going to think this is weird, but every Sunday I look at my yearly goals Yeah, weird. and I say like, okay, that one's no longer realistic. What happened? Uh, what were the roadblocks? What, what, why didn't I set a realistic goal and do I need to adjust it? And then I'll adjust it. So the goals the I... answer s- to every one of those is Heather is TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't solve that. It's not realistic because right? of TikTok. I didn't get it because of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not moving because of TikTok. <laughs> but if I did move, I'd know how to remodel. <laughs> A DIY project has nothing on me. But uh, that is the concept is that look at your goals frequently and often. I know that we kind of think goals are set it and forget it, especially New Year's resolutions. Those are my goal, but dangerous. <laughs> water, water. At the end of the year, you'll be like, I don't know where I put those goals. <laughs> but uh, kind of, you know, sit down and make realistic goals and then work really hard for them. If you need to adjust them as you figure out some other options or some better moves, do so, but be very involved in your gills. Gills. All right, moving on, because I'm tired of preaching at you people. The next I'm ready thing for is Christmas. the Cookie College hard pitch. But we never mind, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't think your ears are going to come back from that one. But, okay, now I know that Corey was, like, hard selling us. I know she comes from a history of selling cars. Turns out she hasn't learned new tricks. <laughs> I don't buy a watch and a cookie college membership. It's not that I'm hardcore selling. It's just that there's so much beneficial. Yeah, I'm about to go buy. <laughs> I'm signing up right now. <laughs> Never mind you do this part. Okay. So a lot of people said, well, I'm interested in the cookie college. I just don't know a lot about it. Don't worry about it. I'm hosting a Facebook Live on Thursday. This will be a recurring um, kind of every other week Facebook Live telling you what the cookie college is how to access it, what you get, what you don't get, how billing works, how cancellation works. Let me just tell you. you put a roadblock in there and now you got to cancel. You get the twins. <laughs> to buy one, get one free. <laughs> wow, Vogo. <laughs> Vogo on the Cooking Gods Twins. Um, that is going to be Thursday, December 23rd from 7 to 7.30. Um, if you have any questions, you can ask them live in the question and answer. But this is a caveat. This will be live in that event, not in the main group. Oh, mm-hmm. why not the main group? Because I'm doing it as a recurring thing. Oh, you don't want to just share it in there like you do everyone else's? You know what? I'm actually not allowed to go live on somebody else. They can't go live in their own event. Only I can because I set up the event. So I only get this option. I thought it would keep it kind of cleaner uh-huh. and then I could make this a recurring event without being confusing. Okay. We'll see how it goes. I might adjust it later. All right. Voicemails. Let me open this bad boy up. Hi, Miracle Twins. This is Sandy from Sweet Sandy's Creations. I am setting a goal for starting classes in January. And I was looking at locations, and I'm just curious if you have any advice on how to approach that with them. Um, I know that you go to a showroom so that they can get freebies, like free advertisements for people to come in. How can I address that and, like, hopefully find a place that I can go to for free? Thanks for your help. Bye. Fantastic question. I loved the two. Hi, Miracle Women. No, that's a fantastic question. And someone actually asked about that in the cookie. (laughs) 
<laughs> Would you like to get a brand new 2020 Kia? Tell your ride. <laughs> We've pivoted, guys. Cars selling cars. <laughs> Cookie college cars. <laughs> we're telling a car. I'm in the college. <laughs> um, no, that's a fantastic idea. What we're doing in the college is we're going to source together um, like a broad uh, email of how you would source it. But just to answer your question briefly for right now is you always need to talk to the benefits of them. Um, so if I say, hey, I would like to teach a class at your shop. Well, that sounds great for me, right? <laughs> Hey, I would actually, I love that you're in the community. I have people who want to take classes and I would love to be able to highlight your shop by allowing them to come in and take a class there. Um, doesn't sound more beneficial to them than it does beneficial to me. Um, so wording it in a way that shows them the benefits um, and, you know, while also asking in the middle of that, there's, there's so many ways that you can cut that tomato. I just threw that in. I don't, there's a saying, you can slice that piece of cheese. Corey's <laughs> lost it, guys. She'll be back in 2022. <laughs> but there's many ways, but you always want to talk about it to the benefit of the person. So when your kid comes down into the kitchen and says, mom, I'm hungry. I want a snack. That to me just always <laughs> makes my skin crawl. But if he says, hey, if I eat a snack right now, you'll have to cook less for dinner. Um, it's a win for me. <laughs> Go right in the pantry, kiddo. So there's two ways you can word something. If you always word it to the way that benefits them um, and start your email off with that benefit to them because we have microwave mindset. So I'm going to give that email like a little quick skim. And if it just sounds like you're wanting stuff, then mm -hmm. I'm going to click out of it and exit out and you're not going to get a response. But if you can talk about the benefits to me just a wee bit, um, you probably will have my attention for the whole thing. Yeah. Somebody had said in the cookie college, <laughs> somebody had said, hey, I reached out to a business and I didn't hear back. What should I do? I said, hey, start off the email with, hey, your kitchen is my favorite. That's the subject line. And because they wanted to rent out a commercial kitchen. <laughs> oh, I thought there was a stalker. I'm in it right now. Turn around. <laughs> you, you didn't say they were looking for a commercial she, kitchen. You just looking for a commercial kitchen. But you just said, you just started off with, she sent an email and said, you're like, you need to say, your kitchen is my favorite. I'm in your closet. Corey's closet. actually off for the rest of the week. If you can't tell, this is on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I said, hey, your kitchen's my favorite. I'm a stalker. No. Like, okay, guys, I just have to explain it, Heather. You didn't, in your brain, you knew the whole story. Right. But us, who were just hearing it for the first time, what didn't know she was looking. Was trying no, to get? no, I thought she was going to like a showroom like we did. And you're like, your kitchen is my favorite. If you so don't I, let me teach, I will kill you. Corey, we're going to get delisted. No, because I've listened to many podcasts. So we said, hey, you, right in the subject line, your kitchen's my favorite. I know I haven't heard back from you. You know, you're at the top of my list. There's other places I could reach out to. But if I could have one thing this year, I'd love to work in your space. I can promise you that I'm shooting for bringing this many people. They have, you know, this kind of expenditure. Um, I think that it would blah, 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 whatever it is. And then ask one more time, like, if I don't hear from you, my heart will be broken, but I completely understand. Um, I'm, and then signed off with, I'm always willing to bribe with free cookies. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, but again, we want to hear about ourselves and how we benefit. We do not care about each other. Sincerely, you're a serial killer. Corey. Wow. Corey needs to go to her vacation, <laughs> uh, which I don't know what she's going to do on it. I'm ready to go. Okay, here's voice. Hey, twins. Uh, this is Tammy from Texas. I was calling. Um, I see a lot of questions post in the uh, sugar cookie marketing group, and I sit here wondering, does everybody still not know about the podcast? 
because so many questions that are asked and posted in the group could be answered by listening to the podcast. It's just like every post I want to say, hey, episode so-and-so was, they talked about, you know, um, scope creep or whatever the topic is, but every single post is like that. And I just wanted to remind everybody and Greg that there is a podcast. So listen to every episode. And sometimes like me, I will replay multiple times each episode. Um, I can, you can quiz me. And I do want to point out twins that on your one uh, episode where you talked about you had who knows the podcast or who knows the twins the best. Well, I know y'all and I know the podcast better than you do because one of the questions was about which customer did y'all take on as a charity case and you said the answer was a pizza restaurant. However, if, if you go back on the podcast, it talks about a burger place because the guy had forgot to put tomatoes on the burger or the lettuce or something, or the, the customer complained that the lettuce was wilted and there was no tomato. So anyway, hey, there's a podcast. Listen to it. And as far as my favorite twin, I love you both. Tammy from Texas. Bye. Tammy. Tammy, that is hilarious. She is actually right. Uh, what she's referencing is that Corey and I, uh, she decided to take on a charity pro- project once. We do one once a year. Yeah. Um, this, a couple of years ago, there was a poor gentleman who did right by doing wrong. So he had mismade. It was actually a pizza shop. So, Tammy, the fact that you can remember these details is awesome. But he ended up selling extra food because they wanted to make ends meet. So he's like, if we sell more, um, if we give more options, which is the sugar cookie baker's arch nemesis. Right. So he gave too many options. And as such, when you offer too many options, you start losing some of the details. Uh, A woman placed an order late at night. When it arrived, she left him a three-star review saying that they had mismade the order, which is completely fair. It was true. Uh, The gentleman decided to surprise her with a remade order by just knocking on her door and then calling her five times. And he did it when his shift ended, which happened to be later in the Very evening. Very late at night. Old 1002. <laughs> so she turned around and left him a one-star review. Unfortunately for him, she was also a journalist. The, uh, concept, the, the whole story made international news because he didn't know how to handle bad reviews, and he went on a defensive tirade. Mm. Uh, but turns out it was a, mi- a misunderstanding. Uh, the girl was right in everything that she did, um, but so was this man. He just went about it an extremely wrong way. So, so we, we had offered to help him. <laughs> and I've never seen someone so on the verge of tears. Um, but I went to hear his side of the story to see if he was actually an insane killer hamburger man um, or if it was just this misunderstanding. It turns out it was just this misunderstanding, and he needed help. Um and the twin <laughs> Right. So what we did, um, we wrote an apology, apology uh, letter, email, social media post that acknowledged that uh, it was a mistake. And we also took the keyboard out of his hands. Yeah. <laughs> and really, what people want to do, when people are upset, they want to be validated. They want to be listened to. You don't, that doesn't mean they have to be right. 
They just want to know that their feelings are Her. right. And, you know, you can feel a certain way, whether that's right or wrong. Right. There's a lot of right and wrong. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Tammy is awesome. That is crazy. And what I want to point out in, for Tammy, not for Tammy, for people listening, it is very hard to disseminate information on Facebook. Um, what are you looking at? The snake is like running into the glass. I have a couple snakes. They are weird. Um, but what I want to say is that we talk about the podcast constantly and people still don't know about it. That just goes to show that the algorithm is extremely hard to beat. Mm. Um, unless you're doing a pay to play, which we could probably run an ad for it, which costs us money. It is hard to get people to understand that there is a podcast. So the more you guys write about it in the group, yes. the more it helps people to find it. And there's always people being added to the group. So like yesterday, I think I added 177 people to the group. Um, those are 177 people who have no idea anything about us, the group, the podcast, Greg Yerkel. I had somebody um, in the group asking uh, what the what Sugar Cookie Marketing Group is. She said, <laughs> I've never heard of it. And so we've been in here since February. But it, that's how hard it is to get information across an algorithm-based platform, which is why having a newsletter, which is why having a podcast, which is why having uh, these funnels, these funnels really helps us get information out. But we're still... Um, slaves to algorithms and spam filters and things like that. So the same thing that applies to us applies to you. Look at how we have 30,000 people in a group that Corey and I are constantly posting in and people still don't know about the podcast. So you have to work the exact same we way we do and be almost annoying. Uh, Corey so and I are very like good to, at it. To be annoying and post about the podcast, uh, sometimes those posts do a lot better than Heather and my posts do. Sometimes ours are pure crickets, and I'm like just yeah. the only person commenting on Heather's Sometimes show. I'm going back and like my own. <laughs> I feel better. Okay, third voicemail. Susan Reed called in. <laughs> Just kidding. That was a spam Tell voicemail. Tell what Susan Reed was because I truly didn't know okay. what it was. And I, I felt like I was today. left out as well. <laughs> I posted in the group today. When I grow up, I'm going to be like Susan Reed. If you don't know who Susan Reed is, it's a, a scammer who decided to come up with the name Susan Reed. And what they do is they scrape the internet for emails associated with sugar cookie bakers. That's why we get to see so much of it in the group because it'll say, somebody will be like, hey, I got this email from an event planner. They'll even white out the name because that is the group rules. But everyone will be like, is it from somebody named Susan, Susan Reed? So Susan Reed and this whole scam is so to see well. if they can get you to uh, write a check almost. Like they're going to send you a check. They need you to cash it and they need you to send the excess. You keep a portion. The way it works, the way the scam works is they write you a check. Of course, it's a bad check, but you deposit it and your bank re releases the funds. Then you turn around and you sh send them the money back, the refund amount. Uh -huh. But then the check bounces and the bank takes not only that what's left that you had, but what you also sent out. So you end and up losing. That, that check bouncy fee. And the check bouncy fee, because um, that check bouncies. Um, um, so anyways, that was just a funny voicemail that we got. I thought, was, <laughs> I thought the music was a nice touch. A lot of people said, how come I don't know about Susan Reed? The reason is because you don't have a website with an email address that they can scrape. Uh, these scrapers, Corey and I used to use them ourselves, really? call us Susan and Reed. <laughs> but the way a scraper works is it'll it'll comb through a website and find any iteration of an email address and then create a database where a scammer, not Corey and I did not do that. They scam people. <laughs> you want to buy a car. <laughs> need you to deposit this check you're getting at the cookie <laughs> um, the way So then um, 
they, they create a large database based off of certain features and certain things. So the bottom basement scrapers can pull emails from websites. Right. If you would like to call in and be a scammer, I mean, leave a voicemail. The phone number is 571-556-5644. If you're from over the pond over there and you still want to reach out, email at hello at sugarcookiemarketing.com. And hey, if text is your thing, same number applies, 571-556-5644. Okay, moving on to group stuff. We had the cookie collab, the meaning of Christmas collab. How did it go? Nice. Okay, it wasn't the most attended We also were banned during promotional period, and we only gave people two-week run time. And a lot of people hit up with excuses. (laughs) A lot of roadblocks. Refer back to the the app. earlier part of the and Corey's shooting and not missing today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm on vacation. You're getting vacation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I thought it was good. A lot of people wrote up I some like cool things. I enjoyed reading people and uh, reading the captions they did and who they chose to acknowledge in their life. So some people were like, my sister's awesome. My mom's awesome. We had someone uh, shout out their teacher in high school um, and how it helped her overcome her um, fear of Public speaking. Mm. Yeah, I thought that one was good. Uh, a lot of people chose their teachers, which I think was, was fantastic. Fun. That was a good one. You chose the waiter at season 52. So true, true love there. True love. Yeah. And hey, they still are coming up. And they <laughs> yeah, I know. Upcoming events. Um, we have starting a blog with, oh, actually, um, sorry. Last week, there was a really great Facebook Live. It was technical on federal, federal IRS and limited tax yeah. issues with Nicole. Uh, yeah. If you want to go and watch that one, she had a PowerPoint. I love it when people have PowerPoints. She was ready to go. Starting a blog with Mary Garcia is on Thursday, January 6th. Um, again, this Thursday, J- uh, December 23rd, is the uh, Get to Know the Cookie College membership. If you're even interested in it, you can ask questions and check out what we have there. And then Watercolor Theory with Kathy is January 13th. I'm actually working with uh, the North Carolina University safe plates division so it's their division on food safety um and i found him on tiktok <laughs> and, see, TikTok does work. <laughs> and i said hey we have a group of thirty thousand bakers and do you want to dispel some misnomers around food safety because the, their tiktok was like hey here's a bunch of things people think that are oh, incorrect what did they say it, we have been talking i've been in conversation they said we're just getting this department together can you reach out to us in january so now we got some firm dates they're just picking one of three is YNAB ever going to do their thing i don't know why should i feel like i fill out that paperwork and then they force uh the you need a budget app they force their employees to take vacation days so i do think they're on vacation but their biggest time of the year is new year's resolutions well maybe they're busy too um, so YNAB, you need a budget. Our older sister works for the app, but they were going to do a Facebook Live on small business, business budgeting, yeah. um, which is really great. I do use YNAB in my personal life. No, I do not get it for free. Um, but it is really There's helpful no to see. Connections in life, like the police department or YNAB. <laughs> yeah, I get tickets and I pay full price. So. Uh, then we have no group challenges. I don't know. Do we do those collabs every other month? We've done them every other month so far. So we'll be in February. Oh, that'll be a Valentine's Day one. Also, give us an idea. What would be a good one for the old Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day? Oh, featuring your significant other or somebody <gasps> in your life that you love. Someone that you love. Like, love, love. Not like. My God. No, Nate. I want to see Nate. I want to see husbands and wives and children and grandparents. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay, Twinterest, wrapping this up before we lose Corey completely to her vacation brain. <laughs> the cookie counters boxes. I just, someone had a last minute order. I truly was not going to take it, but she wanted six ghosts 
cookies and anything that's white and big and ready to be paid for me is a yes in my book. So I said, sure. Um, but I had this cookie counters boxes and it's those window boxes. It is a rectangle and it's supposedly- It's an upright window box. Yeah. So you know how it's better to stack a cookie um, upright than it is to lay it on the side so your details aren't squished and things like that or with transportation. This kept it snug like a bug in a rug. Um Vacation Um But other is going to make a TikTok about it. So if you're not already See, TikTok does pay off. following us on the old Dicker Dogger, um, head on over there and watch my <laughs> It's Sugar Cookie Marketing. That's it. It's the no bright. No underscore there. <laughs> no, we got the first one. But yeah, I'll throw that into the group probably too. Are these boxes the cheapest? No. No. Should your prices be the cheapest? Also, no. Um, keep in mind, if you if it costs you, it's you have to pass you. the cost along. Yeah. But the cookie chemist ran an ad about these. This is how I originally found out about them. And everyone in the comments is like, mm, just can't justify the price. <laughs> you ain't got to. Your, your clients do. <laughs> this lady just picked up this box and she absolutely loved it. Right. Yeah, think about, um, yeah, always, and I, I wouldn't pass on just the straight cost. I'd tack on your finder's uh, fee on there. Yeah, because shipping, you having to take the time to place the order, that is not free. Uh-uh, storage. Yeah, but if you buy in bulk, it is a little bit cheaper, so mm-hmm. if you're like, hey, It's always the dangerous, the dangerous concept. Um, but add that as an optional upcharge. Hey, I can flat lay your cookies, but if you want to display them if as a gift, you know what? I pay for gift wrapping because I know my gift wrapping is ugly. Sucks. Yeah. So when I can pay for somebody else to do that, I'd much rather have the option than someone to say, we just don't offer that because we think it's too much of a financial burden. Let it be my burden. I don't want to wrap things. I. It looks like a five-year-old got a scissor and couldn't. I'm paying for custom cookies when Nabisco has the best Oreos on the planet right down the aisle. <laughs> Oh, that brings up a good thing. So, w- moving on into our sponsors, I didn't have a twin twist this week. I've just been working a lot. Mm-hmm. Have I done nothing? Have mm-hmm. I done nothing? You found a giant Ferrero Rocher. Oh, I had to bribe somebody. Uh, one in the event space that we used. So, I found this giant Ferrero Rocher ball, and it was full of baby ones. Uh, it was so big; it was comically adorable, and it was five bucks. So, it was a nice gift. Bribe. Say, thank you for letting us use this because they did find a rogue scribe. I couldn't find it. They said they put it in a drawer, but it was a showroom, so there's yeah. many drawers. I still haven't found it. Uh, okay, moving on to sponsors. Okay, Eddie Group. This is so funny. Nabisco mm-hmm. Oreo mm-hmm. came out with fudge chocolate covered Oreos that are hard. Oh. You can buy them straight out of the box and shove them into your Eddie and print logos on Oh, them. nice. So Eddie Primera was like, I wonder if Nabisco is like, what the heck is happening to our chocolate-covered like, Oreos? Because <laughs> you can't get them anywhere because everyone's like, hey, this That's, is an easy yeah, market. you wouldn't even have to do the whole mm-hmm. big shebang of Now imagine you sell like a custom dozen and add in like five of those with printed. Yeah. It's just a great idea. Anyways, Eddie, if you haven't heard of him, he is a sponsor. Um, it's so funny because I was talking about the Eddie printer in the cookie classes we taught, but people think we named the printer Eddie. We're like, no, no, no. That's like the make and model. And we're like referring to him as like he was a person. Yeah, the, I guess the gender pronoun kind of throws people. Yeah. But uh, Eddie is um, FDA-approved food-grade ink directly printed onto sugar cookies. If it sounds crazy, it's only because it is. Um, there's a lot of amazing 
talk and questions and features in the Eddie group on Facebook, I highly encourage you to search for Primera Eddie. And I think it's called Eddie, Eddie Printer Users Group. There's also, I mean, I think there's a course in the cookie college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> I know, because we filmed it together. Uh, next is Bakety Bake is a company. Let me talk about it while I'm just going to look it up and see Bakety if it's Bake. Uh, so Bakety Bake is a meringue powder. Um, it's Royal Batch by Bakety Bake. But apparently a lot of people really <laughs> like it. It's out of stock currently. We're also in the holiday rush. It's Royal Batch made by a company called Bakety Bake. She knows that she's got a good product, okay? I use it now exclusively because I love it. Um, but you guys are all buying it out. Shame on you. But she's working on getting a bigger kitchen, working on supply chain things um, to really ramp up. So it's, it seems like she's not even going to take customs on because she's also a cookier. She's just going to dedicate herself to really making us be able to have this miracle meringue powder. Oh. available at but when it does come back in stock use twins t-w-i-n-s at checkout to save 10 percent um, but right now as of today the 21st it is sold out um okay cast iron is a really cool website builder for specifically home-based bakeries but any business if it comes out of your kitchen and you're not going to get arrested for it <laughs> It would be great. So their uh, key their key features that they sent me because they say I keep messing up their their messaging is a free website builder e commerce tool for culinary artisans. Oh, that's a nice way to say that. Nice. Culinary artisans. They prioritize three things: easy, simple, fast. You can be live with a website in minutes. Um, and the crazy thing is, it is free. You only pay a commission on sales. It is purpose built for food, and that's what I think its big differentiator is: is that it is made for food. Yeah. Um, so I think from kombucha people to hot sauce people to you know cookie people and bread people, uh, it is a platform that is made for them. Now, here's something that they added. I really like this: the keeping track of orders and inventory. Okay. Um, never wonder if you've made too much or too little. Take pre-orders so you know how much to to make. Uh, and never disappoint your customers by accidentally overselling. Every order is automatically tracked in cast iron. You receive a notification when an order comes in. You can see customer details, order details, preferences, and notes all in one place. Nice. So for you all who are taking orders through Facebook Messenger, here's your last and final warning. That is not a great idea. Let me tell you, when I got banned from Facebook. I've never seen Corey so pressed about something in my life we had to make a fake account i had to create a new business manager from an old business manager add Corey to that one it was so frustrating um but i could not access any part of my page whatsoever so thank goodness that there was an admin on there um i could not touch it for a week and guess what that was the week that i was gonna sell diy kits so dewey kits <laughs> dewey kits did not get sold <laughs> right. so uh yeah if you're still taking a hundred percent of your orders from facebook Messenger. Wait, uh, there's just an easier way. How wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, thank. Wait, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh. There is a mailbag address, and you guys said oh. I don't pronounce it very well. It's one five zero 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 Potomac Town Place Suite two four five Woodbridge, Virginia two two one. Not one. Okay. Thank you, Robotic Brain, who's <laughs> going on vacation. What are you going to do on your vacation? The okay, so I cleaned the entire house last night, so my brain is really starting off on a high today. Okay. I mean, I was even You're not off walls. today, though. I mean, vegetate okay. tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's tomorrow. <laughs> um, guys, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. 
Happy holidays. I'm trying to include all of them. Oh, I'm out of town next week on Tuesday. Bye. What are we going to do for the podcast? (laughs) What are we doing for the podcast? Um, what do I do? Are you going to film it? How do I do it? A lot to learn. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have a busy vacation. (laughs) Well, well, okay. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much.